The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything in the SGPN Store. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert, and I'm riding solo once again here for this Sunday night show, previewing the uh, four games here as the NHL playoffs get underway on Monday, April 17th. Of course, hopefully you listened to our podcast over the weekend, but if not, go back and check those out with uh, me and Joel Meyer doing those. Uh, did our division previews, started with the Atlantic to the Metro and the Central and the Pacific and the West there. And finally, wrapped it all up with a uh, first round picks, best bets, kind of a overview look at the entire first round with our, uh, our best bets for each series and beyond there. So uh, plenty of good content there to go back and check out if you haven't done that. I know there's a lot of people don't listen to podcasts as much on the weekend, so Plenty of plenty there for you as we have four games here on Monday night and then the uh, four other series start on Tuesday. So some time there. Um, yeah, and as always, we will be shouting out all of our plays and putting our bets in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. That's probably the place to be to get, get the uh, get the best bets in there. Just just before recording this, I noted that the, uh, the Islanders-Hurricanes game tomorrow, the under five and a half at a certain book was hang in there at minus 105 and it got moved up to minus 125 like five minutes later so gotta be in there get the uh get, get the tips in there get the get the best uh odds available and of course make sure you are subscribed to the hockey gambling podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast if that's on apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey spotify is sg.pn slash hockey yes and make sure you turn on the auto download feature as well as subscribing so make sure you get those podcast episodes in your feed as soon as they are published and leave us a five-star rating and review let's go a long way to uh, help the show grow here and as always follow us on twitter at hockey sgpn going to be posting more there throughout the playoffs so make sure you get on board there all right so as i mentioned joel and i went over our, our division preview so, so we, we touched on all, all these series uh so far we have got four games on monday um so yeah, I, I have some some futures bets in we talked about, it, but I'm also going to be betting these games game by game. Perhaps not as much as, as I normally would. With I already have just some just some half unit plays in there, something to go uh, go game by game. But also I do have some you know team to win game one and win the series in there. So I already have a, a bet kind of baked in there to that line. So, but still wanted to do a uh, game by game breakdown here of every game. So those of you that don't bet futures as often or just want to look for a uh, a game bet here we, we can we can cover that so uh kicking it off here first game of the playoffs is the new york islanders at the carolina hurricanes game itself is in carolina uh the hurricanes are minus 170 on the money line the islanders are plus 145 over under is at five and a half over paying off plus 105 under is at minus 125 uh this should be this should be a great series here joel and i talked about how the, we'll definitely probably see a, a total under over under of a five in this one we could end up seeing it for game one here, uh, Hurricanes, you know, they, they finished the season relatively strong to to win the uh, Metropolitan Division. Got the big win against the Red Wings and the Panthers to lock that up on uh, in their final games there. 
Meanwhile, the Islanders, you know, they took advantage of, of the Penguins crumbling a little bit and, and stayed ahead of the Panthers there to uh, at least get the top wild card spot. Don't have to face off against the Bruins, which which is good for them, but still going to be a tough matchup for them against the Hurricanes. Islanders here are likely getting Matthew Barzell back. That's a big piece for their offense. And the Hurricanes, I mean, they're mostly healthy, as healthy as they're going to be. Sveshnikov and Pacioretty are, are out. Gardner's out. Andre Kasha's out. But that's all to be expected here. Uh, for game one here, uh, I like the Hurricanes in this series. I do have some bets on the Hurricanes to win game one and the series uh, at plus odds that aren't available anymore. But yeah, I, I like Hurricanes here to win game one. They were 28-10-3 at home during the season. Islanders were not good on the road, 17-18-6. Uh, so yeah, the Hurricanes already had that home ice advantage. There there was probably the the... Biggest meeting of the season between these two teams came uh, two weeks ago, two Sundays ago. Carolina beat the Islanders 2-1 at home, outshot them 35-22. So I'm seeing a, a similar game to that one uh, here in early on in the series. Carolina did win the last three meetings against the Islanders after New York won 6-2 back in October. Uh, those three wins were 3-0, 5-2, and 2-1 here. So I like the Hurricanes here. I, I'm not going to bet be betting on the money line. But uh, I don't hate them there at minus 170. I am going to be taking a look at them on the puck line, though. Their puck line is plus 160. I have a, a half-unit bet on that. This is on DraftKings plus 160. I know it's down as low as minus 148, minus, or plus 148, plus 145 elsewhere. So getting some value there at plus 160. Also, you just, you just look back to last year's playoff. The Hurricanes, the, the, their wins against the Bruins early on, 5-1, 5-2. Ended up winning uh winning game five there five one and then won it in seven three two, and the Islanders their their losses recently five two to the Capitals lost five nothing to Tampa Bay two nothing to Buffalo, and uh, Carolina I mean their wins recently six four and four one so this should be a close game and I I I like that uh puck line play there and alternatively uh I could see this game going to overtime if you can get this game uh. The draw on the 60-minute line is around plus 310. I think I saw it plus 340 elsewhere. So anything better better than 3-1 to one for that. This should be a uh, low-scoring game. And I did bet on the under 5.5 when I saw it at minus 105. Obviously, that's not going to be available anymore. Uh, you can find it minus 125 here at DraftKings is still the best. I'd probably lean that way. Um, I may, alternatively, I may just look at, at a Carolina team total. Uh, over three and a half is plus 125. That might be asking for a bit too much four goals there, but over three for the push insurance at minus 115. Or just take a, uh, a Islanders team total under two and a half, minus 137. Uh, Carolina should be able to keep the Islanders more so, more or less off the board. They allowed one, two, and zero goals in, in their in their last three meetings. So expecting some uh, good tight checking playoff hockey here between these uh, two division rivals, and I think it'll be the uh, home team coming out on top with the, in a low-scoring game. A classic Hurricanes 3-2, 4-1 type of win here to uh, kick off the playoffs would be the way I'm looking. All right, the second game here is just down there at 7.30. We got the Florida Panthers at the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Bruins are minus 225 on the money line. Bruins on the puck line are plus one, 125. Uh, Panthers on the money line are plus 190. Over-under is at 6, overpaying off minus 125. Under is at plus 105. Once again, a a Bruins team that I I have parlayed with the Hurricanes, actually, to win their first-round series. Have a few units on that. Also did bet the Bruins to win Game 1 and the series. So really like the Bruins in this one if you're just looking to 
bet the game. Uh, minus 225 is a little bit juicy, but I mean, the Bruins were 34, 4, and 3 at home all season. And they're going against one of the notoriously worst road teams uh, compared to their overall status, at least last season and this season. This season they were uh, 19, 19, and 3 away from home. Uh, head to head, you know, they did split the season series, two games apiece. Florida's two wins were at home, however, with Boston's two wins coming also at home, 5-3 and 7-3. So it seems like Boston knows knows how to beat this Panthers team. They're just they, – they just the, – this Bruins team is is the best team in, in NHL history in terms of regular season wins, and, and they, they really showed why just throughout the entire season. But especially towards the end, they were, they were sitting guys. Taylor Hall was still out. I think Bergeron is still questionable for this game. I have to imagine – He'll play though, but the Bruins still finished uh, March sixteenth, the end of the season. They went they went fourteen and one, so or fifteen and one. So yeah, the Bruins are just an absolutely insane team that they have all the depth in the world. The Panthers might have a good good line or two, but they can't keep it up. Alex Lyon, former Flyer, I love him, but I I can't see him uh, winning the goaltending battle here against either Allmark or Swayman if he's somehow forced into action for the series. But yeah, for game one here, I think the Bruins come out, take this one rather easily. Uh, the puck line is always always interesting in the playoffs, but I, I, I like that at plus 125. I did throw a half unit on that. Obviously, I also have a bit riding on uh, Boston in the series, as well as Boston to win game one and the series. So all over Boston in this game and in the series. Uh, for the total, it's I've gone back and forth in this one. I'm probably not going to bet this total, but I think I'd lean to the over six at minus 125. All four meetings this season had at least seven goals, 5-3, 5-2, 7-3, and then 4-3 in overtime in the last meeting back in January. You know, Boston can score. Florida's capable of scoring two or three goals of their own if if Allmark isn't a brick wall. So I would lean to the over if you're looking for a, a total play here. But we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NBA and NHL playoffs are here, and what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy? Besides daily NHL, NBA, and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, here, moving over to the Western Conference at 9.30. We have the Minnesota Wild at the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. The Stars are minus 140 on the money line. The Wild are plus 120. Over under here, once again, getting a 5.5 here in game one, over paying off plus 100 with the under at minus 120. Uh, this, should be, this should be a good series here between, between the Wild and Stars. Uh, Stars just missed out on winning the division there, so they have to play the Wild rather than playing the Kraken. Much uh, much harder matchup there. Two very kind of similar similar teams, two good goaltending, good defensive structure. They're going to play hard. You, you can't really count them out, but I like Dallas in the series. I also like Dallas in this game. Uh, Dallas won six straight games to finish the year, allowing one goal or fewer in each of those contests. Uh, they've been great defensively with, with Jake Ottinger and Nett. Obviously, the Wild have also been pretty good defensively, uh, whether it's Marc-Andre Fleury or hopefully, for, for their sake, Philip Gustafson, I imagine, will be starting in the playoffs. But as we talked about in our Central Division playoff preview, you know, after after a game or two, if things go downhill, you could see uh, Marc-Andre Fleury maybe making his uh, voice heard a little bit as the veteran goalie in that, in that uh, locker room that has some playoff experience. So you could see some uh, goaltending conundrum there with, with the Wild. 
for game one. I mean, they got they got Kaprizov back. It should be should be a good game here. But I, I do lean to the stars. I don't think minus one forty is is too much there. So if you want to if you want to bet this, or if you haven't bet this series yet, I would look look to the stars. I do have, have a bet on the stars for for the series. So I'm not betting uh, this game one here. However, I am taking the under five and a half. Um, minus one twenty is fine. Might be able to shop around get that down to minus one ten, minus one fifteen. Um, three of their four meetings this season all went under the total, including their last three. Two one in a shootout, four one, and then two four one wins for Dallas. I mean, just two great. Great under teams this season. Both went under 44, 43 times as opposed to 34 and 33. So, yeah, two two teams that, you know, their offense, they do have some firepower up front with uh, Kaprizov on the wild and Boldy and uh, Robertson plus the, the veterans and Pavelski and Sagan for for the stars here. But it's going to come down to goaltending. It's going to be a, a tight-checking physical game. It's playoff hockey. Playoff hockey is back, and that's what we're going to see here. Uh, the under is four and one in the last five meetings, seven and three in the last ten meetings in Dallas here. So, like the under here, five and a half at minus one twenty. All right, the final game on the docket is down at ten o'clock. We have the Los Angeles Kings at the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton in a rematch of uh, last year's first round. We have the Oilers at minus two hundred. Oilers on the puck line is plus one forty. Kings on the money line are plus one seventy. Kings plus one and a half is minus one sixty five. Over-under is at 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Uh, this is one of the series where, you know, we, we talked about it. I, I wanted to find a way to take the Kings, but just the Oilers have, have been too good recently. 14-0-1 in their last 15 games. I think uh, like 15-2-1 in, in the last 18 or something. Something something crazy like that. But for this one, I could see the, the Kings coming out and, and putting a scare into them. I think plus 170 for, for the Kings in, in this one game here. I, I don't hate that. Edmonton could still have the, those playoff jitters, especially after uh, last year's first round where, you know, the, the Oilers got off to a rough start. They lost game one, four, three, then one game, games two and three, six, nothing and eight, two. But the Kings kind of everyone, everyone uh, wrote them off last year, kind of everyone writing them off again this year. So I don't, don't hate that uh, Kings plus 170 play to win game one. Uh, for a total, I'd probably lean to the, the under 6.5 here at minus 110. Uh, these two teams last played on April 4th. Both were very much pushing for uh, playoff positioning, and it was a, a 3-1 uh, Oilers win. Uh, very, very low-scoring game. Before that, they played on March 30th, a 2-0 Oilers win. So Oilers have beaten the Kings a few times recently, but the Kings did outshoot them 43-37. And then, um, well, the Oilers outshot them in LA 33-21. So... Low-scoring game, though, here, I think, is the, is the key thing. Under 6.5, minus 110. Uh, Stuart Skinner has been great for the Oilers. Having Matthias Ekholm in there as, as a top-pair defenseman, a legit, legit top-pair defenseman they've really been looking for for years now. Meanwhile, on the Kings' side, Jonas uh, Corpusalo has been a great pickup for them. Much of an upgrade over Jonathan Quick, despite him having much playoff success with his franchise, obviously. But, yeah, looking at Edmonton's... Recent game, they allowed two goals to the Sharks in the finale, one to the Avs, one to the Sharks, one to the Ducks, one to the Kings. Shut out the Ducks, shut out the Kings. And then before that, they allowed four to Vegas and four to Arizona. But but after that, their, their last seven games of the season, they allowed a total of six goals. So they're playing great defensive hockey right now. Got to go with the under six and a half here at minus 110. Um, all right, well, that wraps up all four games on Monday, April 17th there. Um, we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. 
in honor of the NBA playoffs from now until the end of April. Get 10% off anything in the SGPN merch store when you use promo code SGPNBA. So head over to store.sportsgaling.com and use promo code SGPNBA to get 10% off everything. You can still, even though it's not an NHL code, you can use that code to get a, a, a slick uh, hockey gambling podcast hat here. It's something I wear nearly on the daily here. It's something that can go with any outfit. Also, plenty of uh, other good stuff there in the merch store. Also, I wanted to touch on some kind of future bets here. I'm looking at, we, we discussed it over the weekend with Joel. You know, every series I threw out some from some uh, con spice bets. I think I think really that's the way to look if you're if you're looking to bet the playoffs and you haven't already. Rather than say getting the the Bruins here, they're plus two hundred to to win the East. Uh, rather than say getting the Bruins here between plus three twenty five and plus three fifty to win the cup, you can get Pasternak to win the con Smythe at plus eleven hundred. Allmark is seventeen to one. Marchand twenty seven to one. Bergeron twenty seven to one. Pick one of the two of those guys. I personally bet bet Pasternak for a little bit. I think if and a little bit on Allmark as well. I think if if the Bruins do win the cup, I think it's Stanley Cup or bust for them this season, which is is difficult for them. But yeah, a lot of pressure there. I think it'll be Pasternak who you know should be definitely in the Hart Trophy conversation as well. But Connor McDavid is is just too good for that. Speaking of McDavid, I like McDavid at uh, twelve to one to get the Conn Smythe. The Oilers, the best you can get is nine to one. So a little bit more value there. Uh, I mean, every you get, get some plus EV, get some uh, expected value there. Uh, going down, the Avalanche are seven to one to win the Cup. You can get uh, McKinnon twenty to one, Rantanen twenty five to one, McCarr twenty five to one. Can't see anyone besides those three uh, winning the Conn Smythe if, if the Avs win the Cup. Going down to the Leafs, you can get the Leafs eleven to one, or you can get Austin Matthews at twenty five to one. I think the, the, if the Leafs end up do getting over that hump in the first round, getting to the second round, and ultimately winning the cup, I have to think the narrative w- would be Austin Matthews there at twenty five to one. I mean, Marner's thirty to one. Maybe he'll go on a goal scoring tear or something in the playoffs. Um, Sam Sonoff could be a, a guy to look at, maybe seventy five to one if there's a lot of low scoring games but i think matthews there is is the main guy if you're looking just for one at 25 to one the uh in- interesting team though is the hurricanes they're, they're the next favorite to win the cup at 12 to one they don't really have anyone really to look at for the for the consmith i mean sebastian Ajo is their star but who knows if he's really gonna score that many goals because the hurricanes are gonna win gritty games three two four two four three maybe might, might be one of their highest scoring games so it's gonna be could be a defenseman, could be could be a goalie, could be uh, Frederick Anderson at thirty five to one. Um, I threw out the possibility of Brent Burns. He has playoff experience. He's a hundred to one if he you know has a overtime game winning goal and plays great defense twenty minutes a night for them. Um, who else could be in there? Mar- uh, Marty, Marty Natchez for for uh, the, the young goal scorer there. He's around fifty to one. So yeah, for the Hurricanes, it's kind of tough. But I mean, with Aho being the shortest at thirty five to one, there's enough. There's enough wiggle wiggle room there where you'll be able to to bet on on, a, on him and maybe Anderson as well at 35 to one or throw in a a, a Natchez at 50 or Burns at 100. Dougie Hamilton 50 to one even he has some playoff experience with the Bruins Flames. Uh, Hamilton's on on the on the Devils now. Let me uh, that bringing up the Devils though. Devils are at uh, 14 to one. Dougie Hamilton 50 to one could be a decent option. He's had uh, quite a few overtime game winners I believe, but also I think. Much like the uh, Austin Matthews narrative, if the Devils win the Cup, I mean, have, I have to think it'll be Jack Hughes, up-and-coming star. He's 30-1. to 1. He'll be in the Hart Trophy conversation for years to come as well. 
Uh, Golden Knights are 14 to 1. You can get Eichel at 30 to 1. I think he'd probably be the guy for them. Uh, Mark Stone is at 40 to 1. He's apparently coming back for the playoffs, and he's more of like a, a, a what he does doesn't, doesn't really show up in the box score. What Eichel does does show up in the box score and on the stat sheet. Uh, Rangers, 14 to 1. You can get Shesterkin at 35 to 1. If the Rangers uh, made the cup final, they, they came up very, very close to it uh, last year. It's going to be on the back of Shesterkin. He had some uh, tough first-round hiccups there uh, against the Penguins, but then he really settled in, didn't allow more than three goals in a game. I think if he uh, the Rangers win the Cup, I think Shesterkin has a great chance at 35-1. to uh, After him, maybe like a Mika Zabanajad is also 35-1, to or a uh, Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider, 200-1. He's probably not going to make it. But, I mean, you never know. Patrick Kane, 200-1 down there. Tarasenko, 200-1. Uh, Adam Fox, seventy-five to one. But yeah, I, I'd key in on uh, Shesterkin there at thirty-five to one. After that, you're getting kind of down to teams that don't really have too much of a chance to win it all. I guess the Lightning at nineteen to one. You could go for uh, you could go for Vasilevsky here. I'm finding at fifty to one. But also, obviously, they have Braden Point fifty to one. Stamkos hundred to one. Kucherov would be a guy to look for forty-five to one. If you're really believers in the Lightning, which I, I don't think they even get past the Maple Leafs so far in the first round. So uh, yeah, I think I killed enough time there to uh, to to round out this episode pretty good with some some Consmith options there for. The favorites. Um, we'll be back on Monday night to look at the Tuesday night games. We got four more. Uh, the other four series are going to be kicking off then, and then you know, starting Wednesday, you're going to have these teams looking to go up 2-0, or, or, or you know, if they got upset, looking to looking to tie up tie up the series. So, playoff hockey's here. It's going to be a, a great few weeks, great few months leading up. Uh, you know, this is the best time of the year. This we got four playoff games on every night for 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 the next week next next few weeks here and then it gets then it dwindles down with half a number of games so enjoy these these next few nights hopefully we can all make some money together get in the discord sg.fm slash discord if you're looking to do that and you can follow us on twitter as well at hockey sgpn and of course if you're listening this long make sure you are subscribed to the hockey game podcast feed and leave us a five-star rating and review on apple or spotify wherever you listen to your podcast and do uh subscribe follow and turn on the uh, auto download feature so you get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published all right i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at rgilbertslp see ya see ya